Welcome to Hell Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! This is an embarrassment, a disgrace! What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears? Don't do it! You got Tammy and <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Phil Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want while dealing with the constant antics of Smash. We can review movies, video games, and who knows what else. Episodes can be spooky, too oddly informative to downright stupid. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. Well, we've got a a fun guest here on the show, and we're going to get to him in just a second. But let's start off by welcoming the lovely co-host, Jess. Welcome to the show. Hi. Glad you could be here. Yeah. Again. Always here. Co-host. It's always a good thing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. We sort of mentioned that he's here. And uh, this is, I believe, it's his first time being on a podcast. So this is kind of exciting. And he is obviously a first-time guest here on Phil Interrupted. Welcome, Jim, to the show. Thank you to the Allens for having me to their house to hang out on this lovely podcast evening. Ooh. (laughs) He's ready for the Allen experience. (laughs) God. (laughs) We're going to find out if I'm ready for the Alan experience. I'm going to do my best to uh, hang tight with you guys, but here we go. When we invited Jim over to the show, it uh, I, I did tell him, I said, you know, you want the full Alan experience? or He's like, he's I'm not ready it. for the full one, because I was like, the hot tub, and he's like, I'm not ready for that. I'm just not. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm not ready for it. I just, uh, it was a lot to throw out there at the beginning, So, but I'm here for uh, for the long haul, so let's see what happens. I said you were going to scare him off. You did. You were like, because we were sending a group t- a group text about what we wanted to talk about. And uh, Jess is like, don't scare him off with that. <laughs> I still came over. So I admitted that far. So we're good. Yeah. But you didn't wear your polo. I'm a yeah. little disappointed. I didn't know I was supposed to wear a polo. Yeah. I, have a, I mean, I have a, I was going to wear my soccer jersey on under here, mm. but that's, I didn't wear a polo. That would have been cool. But was yeah. That, was that a requirement? It's kind of a polo only thing. Okay. No, it's not at all. Ah, not at it's all. It's the only time you've ever worn one that I've seen. This is actually the first time I've mm-hmm. worn a polo. So this is going forward the new standard. And jeans. I, and jeans. I don't, <laughs> you don't wear jeans. This is the only pair of jeans I have. I got really <laughs> dressed up today. Yeah, you got very dressed up for your own podcast. I, I did. And honey, you also have to wear a polo going forward. I would never wear a polo. You have You to. will never catch me dead in a polo. Maybe I could get like some lingerie polo or something. There's no lingerie polo. There could cute. be. No. Oh, wait. I think Schoolgirl does. Yeah, I'll look. We'll find it going forward. (laughs) But anyway, Jim, awesome. Happy that you were here today. And uh, so sort of our topic, you know, this is kind of a loose topic. We can go anywhere we want the discussion today. But our topic uh, to get us started is going to be about hobbies. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've all all had hobbies, I'm sure, in the past. If not, you're you're a dead person because (laughs) everybody likes to do something or they get obsessed with something and and they and they get into it right so i will be the first one to talk mm-hmm. uh to my show and i will start first god damn it people everyone settle down and uh simmer down guys all right i'm gonna go first i'm ready i'm just oh, getting a lot of nasty looks can't wait right to now. find out what your hobbies it's are it's gonna be a good hobby I know <laughs> that's i'm a little distracted by all the lava lights going on right now uh, i can't see them you can't see them so well, pretty solid. I've, I haven't seen a lava light in a while, and these look fantastic. So yeah, it's a nice little setup you have over here. It's in the studio. We have the lava lights going in the middle of our, our discussion table here, and we've got this uh, like glitter lava light, which is a new one that I got for my birthday. Yes, which you is did. pretty cool. I like that. Me and Zoe picked it out. Yeah, I dig it. Happy birthday! Glitter. Happy happy birthday! Thanks, man. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago, but it's yeah. no thanks. 
Yeah, I dig You're it. Old. It looks good. I am old. Mm. That's not the topic. We're not talking about that today. We were talking about hobbies. So I'll start first. <clears throat> and this is a hobby that I am considering getting into. I've been doing research about it. You may have heard about this, read about this, Kevin. It is um, beekeeping. Ooh, that's a wild topic. It is. I think it's a strange thing to get into, but I, it intrigues me. It intrigues me. So I've done a lot of research online, reading things. I've watched some YouTube videos, and I actually went to a, a, a beekeeping place in uh, in New Jersey, about 20, 30 minutes from here, and it was closed. They weren't there, which was awesome that I drove there. <laughs> but I did buy their honey. They had like it out for sale. But I wasn't able to- And you to- bought soap. I bought and the soap was awesome. Honey soap, yeah. Soap was freaking awesome. I was not able to talk to the person who I really wanted to talk to that makes you know has the honey and the hives and that person actually builds them. So I wasn't able to get that you know one on one discussion that I was hoping to have. But so let's talk a little bit about it. It, It's it's a box, right? What's in the box? Sorry, what's in the box? I had to. What's in the box? (laughs) Great reference. It's like a, a set of boxes, and inside are called frames. And step, step one, you open the box. S- step <laughs> one, we can have lots of fun. Anybody, new Kids on the Block song? No? I don't it, know. It's a, you step two, you open the box. You ever seen that? Saturday Night Live skit. Dick in the Dick, box. Dick in the box. Yeah, Dick in the box. There, yeah. Hun, that's, that's the whole reason I'm getting these beehives. That's, that's, that's yeah. I'm not going in that box. You could say it's very sweet. Mm. Inside the box. Step three, you make her open the box. That's that's, that's <laughs> you're damn right. <laughs> What's in the box? So there's usually most beekeepers they have their um, hive on a stand. You keep mm. got to keep it up off the ground, get off the moisture. Oh, really? That's correct. And there is usually two boxes for most people. Start with it could be one or two, and they're called either deeps or mediums. Mm. And this is where <laughs> Uh, up to 10 frames can go inside of them. And the frames are, uh, could be plastic, wood, there's different kinds, is where the bees will actually, when you think of a beehive, they're all over the place. There's hundreds of thousands of them in there. And they are uh, making the honey. They are making the brood, which is the babies that are growing up. There's the eggs that they also put in those little honeycomb holes. And your queen uh, will fill them with new babies all the time. She's constantly laying. It's amazing that there's only one girl. That's Who's not having true. the babies. One girl that's having the babies. The rest of the bees are Ugh. all girls. That is a wild concept to think about. Right? Of a hive with that many bees and only one bee is responsible for all the other bees. It, it's Yeah. It truly is like a like a monarch system or something, which is why they call it a queen. Like she is the main one that they all attend to to keep the colony thriving. And all of the other bees are actually females, which is pretty wild to think about it. You can have a, a colony of 50, 60, 70,000 bees in a thriving hive and like 98% of them or whatever it is are all female. It's a lot of lot of estrogen in there. Oh yeah, that's a wild concept. You think about that many. How, how is that? How does nature make that happen? That, mm. that that many female bees would be in a hive with that many bees in there. Mm. I don't know if we have the answers for those questions, but maybe. I, I think we can. 
I think as guys, we can say that our, our wives do a lot of work, right, Jim? Sure. Fair enough to say. Oh, you're so, so sweet. It, it's, like a, it's like a guy going to college, and he's the, one of the, he's the 2% out of the 98%, and he's there for the, you know, go and have a good time. <laughs> it, it, yeah. And that's the thing. The males in a beehive are called drones, which is an interesting name. And They're useless. I'm they're, just kidding. They actually are 100% I know useless. they are. They are totally useless. Their only job is... To get it on with the queen so that she can lay the eggs. <laughs> Not useless. <laughs> I agree. Not a bad life. Not useless. <laughs> Not a bad life. Do nothing. Extremely necessary. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all they do. And they do have kind of a bad rap though, right? So they don't have to go out and get food, go get out and get pollen. They're not the guard bees because there's all different roles within the hive. There are... Bees that strictly take care of the babies. There are bees that only follow the queen around and take care of her. There are bees that are basically janitors. They get rid of the poop and things like that because bees do it as well. They get that out of the hive because they don't want it inside. So you've got all these different jobs, the, the guard bees, everything. All females. The drones don't do any of that shit. And But there is kind of a drawback to being a drone, which they are a little bit bigger, the drone bees is towards the end of the season, you, they all get kicked out. They all die. <laughs> they've done their job. They've done their job. They've done what they're there for. So <laughs> so as, as it starts to go into uh, fall and winter and it's getting colder and they don't need to make as many babies because they're not sending more bees out. And just to throw this out there, a typical bee lives, give or take, I've read some conflicting things, somewhere between 35 to 60 days. It's a really short life. It's not that long. So uh-uh. who, who wants to be a bee in the middle of winter anyway right. you know, at that point? so Right. Yeah. And they, they basically hibernate too, unless it's like a warm day. Uh, they may try to come out. They actually will generate heat, which is, again, shocking to me inside of this box. They will generate heat that keeps the hive at 95 degrees. That's a hot box. It is. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Mm. Yes, it is. And... Uh, so, yeah, like I said, the male bees, they're whatever, um, and they get chucked out at the end of the year or after they're done with the queen. Sometimes the queen will just, you know, basically say, get rid <laughs> of this. sucked. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't any good. Get rid You're of him. You're not good. Never again. Out. But she also, she can determine whether she is making a female egg or a male egg. How is that possible? That's crazy. They can determine that? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Why would they want to make a male egg if they're just there for useless things like that? Right. Why, would they, why would they want to make more female eggs, right? I have read a few things where they said, my hive has a ton of drone babies. Why is this? And there's something off in the hive. For whatever reason, something is out of sorts, right? They're supposed to be, you have to have the drones. You can't not have the drones. They do right. serve a really awesome purpose for a short amount of time. But you can't... Um, just have a hive of drones because nothing nothing will get done and your whole it'll collapse. You and need a society of bees that are going to collectively come together and do the things necessary to make a hive succeed. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It is this weird hierarchy system inside of a hive. It's nuts. And what we think of is, oh, you get the honey from it, right? Mm-hmm. The honey is only the top portion of the hive. So, and that is called a super. I'm not sure who named it that, but it's called a super. Super duper. Super duper. <laughs> and so what you generally do 
is you'll have a box or two where the main hive is thriving, making babies. And they're also storing up honey to, for the summer because that is what they live off uh, during the cold winter months. They actually eat that honey. That's their storage, like hibernation, like a bear or something, right? And the top portion is what uh, bee collectors are supposed to take uh, for making honey and, uh, you know, all their product. What they want to, people make uh candles out of honey or soap soap um didn't you make like lip gloss or something or not lip gloss um uh what is it called lip chapstick uh, yeah like a chapstick I make, yeah i make chap a chapstick out yeah. of beeswax though yep yeah yep same thing you get it from yeah. the top part you don't take away from mm. the bottom portions that's for the hive that's untouchable but that top portion so you have to have a thriving hive for it to get that high, right? For them to keep moving into the upper chambers and creating honey and stuff. And you put in, there is a little, um, I forget the term for it. We'll just call it a divider for lack of a better term. That the worker bees can get up through into the super, but the queen cannot. So she can't lay eggs up in there. She can only lay eggs down the bottom. Hmm. But... That's why the top becomes honey that humans can produce and harvest and, and get, you know, the honey that we all know. And, and it's delicious. Love. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love honey. I know. So I've been thinking about doing this. I have a lot of questions because if you're going to do this, how would you even begin to go through the process? So how would I begin, Ooh. you say? Hmm. Ooh, all right. I think the Beatles saying "Let it be." I think they're talking about this. <laughs> That's what so, it was. The whole t- it was actually about bees. That's a little. Known it fact. wasn't about yeah, yeah. So and they're not the the Beatles. They're the Beatles. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, B E E T. Yeah, no, you're doing fine. So how you start it? There's two different ways, and the first one is you can order a set of bees, which is kind of funny to think, and then come through the mail or you can pick them up. <laughs> so I shouldn't run through my neighbor's yard and just grab bees and, and try to... <laughs> Some people try to go get swarms like out of the forest. Yeah, it's insane. You have to be like yeah. really, I would imagine, knowledgeable to figure out how to take a swarm out of the wild and move it to like a box on your house, your property. I don't know how you... It's got to be a lot of work to do yeah, that. Mm-hmm. That's the most difficult way. Most people order it online or call place locally if they have one and they can send you a bee kit and it generally comes with 10,000 female bees <laughs> obviously there's some drones mixed in there and a healthy queen and you just take that box and you pop it into your beehive shut it up and hope that they take to it so you can get a a a, a female bee in a box sent with your bees yes and mm-hmm. then that's going to take in this nest that you put in your yard. Correct. Okay. That's the cheapest way, but it doesn't always work from what I've read. There are times that the actual, like, they just won't take to the hive and they all fly away. And you're like, oops. Damn it. Right. Spent all that money on bees and they just left that. Yeah. They just left me like that. And that is cheaper. That's like, oh, I forget now how much that actually costs because I'm not going to go. Come on. I'm not going to go that route. I want to say it was like a hundred bucks or more, but I'm not going to go that route. I want to go, if I do do this, is I want to go the route. It's called a nuke. And a nuke is essentially a thriving hive that's already been started for you. So somebody either had um, 
a whole bunch of hives and they didn't need them all and they started new ones and this and that. There's a whole system to people who are really into this, how they do it. But a nuke is generally, uh, I believe it's five frames and it can come hell of a lot of bees. It can come with way more than 10,000 bees. Mm-hmm. And what you usually have to do, you can't send those through the mail. You usually have to pick them up. They're kind of, you know, location based. And I found some places in New Jersey that sell them. And they're about 250 to $300 because somebody has basically already started a hive for you. So what you do when you get that nuke box, it still comes in a box with the, the frames. And what you do is you will open your empty hive that has nothing in it, take out a few of your empty um, frames that have nothing going on, obviously, open up that box, and you just pull out their frames, and you put them exactly as is into your beehive. You usually want to try to find your queen, see where she is, put everything in there, close it up, and boom, instant beehive. You're good to go. Instant beehive. That's exactly right. And then you got to hope that those bees stick and they don't fly and go try to find some other hive somewhere and then you're good to, you're set to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. The chances of them leaving is pretty low if you do the nuke. Um because they've already started um getting some honey collected, they start having the brood, the babies are going. So they generally don't leave the nukes. If something is very wrong, maybe they will. Um but f- people have far more success with the nuke. So people are always like, if you're starting a brand new hive, just buy the nuke. It's like a starter kit. You know what I mean? Like, rather than just putting bees into an empty hive where there is no honey, there's no built-up food storage, they don't know where the flowers are around them, and just hope they do okay. This nuke idea gets them going. So, again, it's something I'm considering. I don't know if my yard is really suitable for it. Um, the only real good place to put it in my yard is, like, literally in the middle of my yard. And I'm just worried that there'll be like bees flying everywhere, and I don't know. How yeah, well that worries work. me too, especially because our neighbor has the pool, and I don't want them to interfere. I don't care about the other ones, but our neighbor, the ones that we like. Well, um, you... I don't want it to interfere with them because if they want water and things like that, I don't want them to have more bees. In New Jersey, you have to provide a water source. Yes. That's one of the rules. So you could put out like kind of like a bird bath kind of thing. Mm. And if you put that like out right in front of the hive and just make sure you keep it full water. That's that's, that's a rule for owning bees. You have to have a water source. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. It is. So that's and they said that if you add a um like a like a sweetener to it, bees love that sweetness to it and if you put that in that the first few times that you fill up your nat- your water source for them you can stop it after that but they're already attracted and know and they i don't know how bees do this they tell each other this is where we go for water it was great it was sweet even when you stop putting in the sweetener that's where they go for their water is it the same sweetener as like hummingbirds like will we get hummingbirds i wouldn't soon? be surprised if it's similar i have because we want really we talked that about that about anyway that. about getting a hummingbird feeder so they would attack the hummingbird feeder, I'm sure, to yeah. try to get hun- uh, the sweet. Yeah, because it's taste sweet it. water. Mm-hmm. It's because how do bees react with honey hummingbirds? Do they uh, beat each other up, or is that a war? Or if they're, they're it's an the absolute kind of war. It's an uh, absolute war. Yeah, they hate each mm. other. Full fledged fights. You can actually have a hummingbird uh, nest as well. It's pretty cool. No, I'm just kidding. I made that up. Can sense. we do that? No, I'm just that kidding. would be really cool. You open it up. You're like, Look at all I these love hummingbirds. my birds. So like, <laughs> I'm so old. I love my birds. 
birds are cool. We have a yeah. couple bird feeders out there. I always get yep. excited. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I mean, it's something I'm thinking about doing. You got to get the, the, the suit and everything, you know, at least when you're a beginner, you don't want to get stung and you're not sure how to open it up. Like a shirt and tie suit? That we wear out there with a the polo. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a Phil po- will walk out there with it's a podcast the, polo. I got the wrong kind of suit. I, I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they like red ties. <laughs> Phil walking out there in a full he's, suit. He's mowing the lawn in the full uh, black suit with a black tie out there. Yeah. And the bees are stinging him. He's like, I don't know what's going wrong. <laughs> it's, it's actually, they like bow ties. It's actually bow ties. <laughs> it's a, yeah, try the bow, you try the bow tie next week, you're still getting stung. This isn't working for me. It has to be a polka dot bow tie. Then they won't bother you at all. This whole bee thing's not working out. It's been so yeah. weeks, and they're still stinging me every it's week. So I keep confusing. changing my outfit. Like, so I've, I've I need to go. I need to go get new shoes to walk out there to the beehive. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I have taught our daughter to love bees, and she does. Many, I, I do have to admit that many people are terrified of bees, mm-hmm. and they don't. You know, they just see it, and they're like, "Oh." Ah, get away! And they swat at it and they mm-hmm. run. Yeah, people get some bees when they're young, and then yeah, you know, it's a traumatic experience, and yeah. they, they and don't want to deal look, with that again. So, yeah, a honeybee sting hurts. Don't get me wrong, um, it does, but that's their last resort. Honeybees don't want to sting you. They don't want to steal your food. They're just looking for something sweet, mm-hmm. and mostly they're going after flowers and things like that. They're really not interested in you and like your, you know, the little white flowers that grow in your mm-hmm. in your yard if you've got like clover or whatever with the little flowers that come up that's all they really want yep. people often get it confused with wasps and hornets and yellow things jackets. like that yellow jackets exactly they're far more aggressive far they're more horrible. aggressive yeah so bees get lumped into that family which they technically are a part of but um they're actually really good for the environment and um Everything, you know, environment, environmental stuff, I guess. I don't care about that. I just, I like the idea of... You're here to save the planet. That's why you want it to be. Yes, he does. Yeah, that's, what, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Climate, that's all I care about. Is I just want to, I like the idea of seeing if I can keep uh, like thousands of bees alive. I just think that challenge is a really interesting challenge to try to do. Going back to what you were saying about... People thinking bees are aggressive. I can attest that they are not, only because there's been many times that me and Zoe have gone outside in the sun in the summer. I sit outside, tan. She plays in the pool. And there's I have so many pictures on my phone where she walks up to those little white flowers that Phil's talking about. And she'll see a bee. And she puts her hand out. And she has picked it up. And she has carried it over to me so many times. Like, look, mommy, look at the bee. And she's not scared at all of those. That's and she just, she literally will just walk around with it on her finger. And then she puts her hand back down to the flower. And then she lets the bee go back to the flower. And the bee, she, I can't, I, I've never done that. I never will do that. I don't think. But as a six-year-old, like I was freaking terrified of bees when I was a kid. I'm still freaking terrified of bees. I don't like anything flying near me. But she's, she has no fear. No, she knows what a yellow jacket is, and she won't go near those. She's terrified of those. But when she sees a honeybee, she will walk up to it, and she will put her hand down, and she will let it crawl on yeah. her, and she just walks around with it ever so gently. And she's like, "Look, mommy, look at the bee." And she, I have so many pictures, so many pictures of her holding bees, and it baffles me because makes me proud. I, I would never do that. Never, never. It's good so. to be. It's good to be in with nature because nature is, you know, it's it's such an important part of, yeah. of, of what we do. So yep. to not have that fear of bees is good. 
Mm-hmm. You know, my son was stung by a bee early, so he might react yeah. differently, but not because the bee that is on those white flowers is bad, because they're not bad. Right. Uh, you know, it, it hurts. It, it, it's just you have a traumatic experience. Yes. And, but it's good to be that close to nature mm-hmm. and, and and take it in like that. So Yeah, I mean, I've stepped on a bee before out I've in the yard. I've been stung many times. Sucks. It hurts. Yeah, it sucks. Your foot swells up a little bit. I get it. I'll cry. <laughs> but anyway, so I wanted to break the ice with that. You guys fight amongst yourselves. Who has a hobby that you would like to talk about? We can let our guests go first. Okay. Ooh, uh, hobbies. I mean... It's a fine line between hobbies and lifestyles you talk about. You right. Know, because or an obsession. Or obsessions. Because some hobbies take up so much of your life. Um, mm-hmm. Video gaming or something like that. But back when I was 20, 21 years old, then I should have been going to college and doing those things. I got big into um, poker. Poker became my hobby slash lifestyle slash obsession. Um, I would spend hours. I would go to work, my regular job at my store retail store, work an eight-hour day, come back home, and then grind out poker for 14 hours. You know, What? Oh, wow. I would go, you know. Where? Online. It was online back in the day. So. Online. We always talk about people we who do. do this online, we like, do. casino stuff. You're one of them? Tell me. Please, tell me more. I am one. I, I guess I'm one of them. I wouldn't touch slot machines or blackjack online or like that, but poker drew to me, or like, early on when I was, you know, when I should have been going to classes and things like that, I got hooked on the big poker boom where you You're trying to make it big. You're trying. Yeah. You you see people on TV winning millions of dollars just playing cards and living what they call is the easy life and stuff like that. So you're like, all right, I can, I can do this. I think I'm smart enough. Why can't I do this? Mm -hmm. So you spend time grinding on the computer. You start with $50, you know, you win a couple things, build, you build up your bank account you go from there. you, spend hours learning the intricacies of the game and, and you know when to do this and when to do this and you see all these situations and things like that and you kind of roll with that and you know before you know it you're you're playing higher stakes and you're you're oh, making high roller and stuff like that and that becomes well I have a job here where I'm making my income but this is a chance to make some like real income mm-hmm. while you're doing it on the side that kind of thing so I don't know if it's a hobby so much as it's like this is I want to be doing this, and it's like a, a second job. But it starts out as a hobby. It's like, oh, let me see if I like this. And I used, oh, sorry, you start doing it, and then it's like, um, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, you're like really grinding it out and and trying to make a living do it almost. And hmm. so you're trying to tell me you have a problem. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I call. Yeah, I had to call Wayne Hart Gambler a couple times and, <laughs> and stop and stop because. You know. So I think maybe we're, was one of the reasons you were. I'm. We are not gambler type people i'm actually when you said slot machines i'm like when i go anywhere like atlantic city or anything like that nope put a quarter well now it's not even a quarter now it's my freaking debit card and i'm like i'm gonna put this in that's the ultimate gambling because you're just putting it in and just pulling it and and just hoping you know yeah yeah we're not gamblers so my question to you is um i think we only went to a casino once since we've been together and that was Mm. when it was Maybe we once. went with Sherry and Dave, I think, and yeah. we went to. And we that, did not gamble at all. We watched them. Pennsylvania place. Yeah, I can't think of what it's Parks called. Casino. Parks. And I did like a few slot machines, and then my friend's bachelorette party was in AC, and I did a couple slot machines, and that's it. But I did win a couple hundred dollars on the Sex in the City slot machine, which just goes to show you should go back and do it again that's because it. <laughs> it's not gambling at that point. You're already a pro, so you don't need to. You I know. know. Mostly, that's, we that's just it. people watch. That's all like, I've done. We like to people watch. Like, these are weird people here. 
Mm-hmm. There are weird people there. You're going to find all kinds of those people. So I, you know. Yeah. So my question to you is, how, how did, why did you settle on poker? Is it because you had some sort of control in the game? Like it's not the slot machine where it's just like, oh, who knows? <laughs> it is. There's there's so many different things that go into a poker game in your in your hands. There's, um, I mean, there's first of all a, a standard game. There's ten people around a table. You know, some people are not as good as others, and you have a control over what you do with your cards and how you handle your chips that are in front of you. And hmm. it's very much, you are more in control of, of, of your, of your money. In front yeah, of you no, than, it makes sense. Yeah. The casino will rake their share, but if you're playing with 10 week players, they're going to rake their share from those guys. And you're going to end up winning the people's money. You're not playing hmm. against casino in a poker game necessarily. You're playing against the other people at the table. Take their chips. Yes. Oh, okay. So if you have weaker, weaker people at the table, and you can kind of exploit that, then you can you can kind of, you know, make a habit out of seeing the things that work for you and kind of kind of grinding it out over time and, and making some money out of it. Can you show me your poker face? I think I'm doing it right well, now. Well, I, I think of Lady, Lady Gaga I, poker face. Do you have Do you have a pair of sunglasses for me? I got to put them on and, and pull my hood up all the way, and then it's, it's something like it's something like that. So it's Whoa. yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. It looks good on the podcast. I'm sure my poker face. So. <laughs> By the way, Let's nice see. job with the Lady Gaga because I was totally going to run into oh, that joke. Yeah, I was like ready. To, I'm like singing that song in my head right now. Yeah, I was going to go into that. It's like Kenny Rogers too. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold oh, them. That kind of good thing. reference. Oh yes, yeah. good reference. So, but uh, you know, it's a fine line between a hobby and a lifestyle when you take it that seriously and you try, you know, to to make more money. And I had a couple years when I was little, well, you know, little, when little. I was younger. I was littler than I was little. now. But yeah. Eight, eight year old ga- online gambling. It's like, stop gambling on there, eight year old gym. So Damn it, was, Zoe, yeah. stop. <laughs> um, you know, you, you have a, have a good run in a couple of days and you're like, I could do this for a living. And then you, but the, the, the poker's ups and downs. So you'll have good weeks and then the next week you'll have a bad week and you're like, how can I survive on having a bad week doing that? And mm. the realization keeps getting that if you have too many bad weeks in a row, then if you have to support a household, it's not a pot. It's not a feasible thing to do for a living. So, would you say that you won more or you lost more overall? I would say I won more overall. Whoa. Um, for sure, for years of playing and grinding and the amount of hours that you spend doing it, I would have bad weeks. I would have uh, maybe a bad month, but overall, I I won more money doing it than I did losing. That doesn't mean that I could make a career out of it though necessarily. I would have to, I didn't go to casinos and I didn't play the real big stakes games and stuff like that where you're going to make money because I didn't the have high rollers. I, yeah. It's when you're putting that much money on the line, it's not, it's not fun anymore. Now it's, now it's, I have to win this money or I'm in like, trouble. Uh, so, right. so it's Mr. Jim, your room is free on us. <laughs> yeah. Great. And now I'm broke. So I have a free room to sleep in tonight. So it's not, you know, mm. and I love it, how it's online too, but they're giving you free rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Back in the day, you used to get, you go, yeah, but um, it was just something that I tried to do for a while. And you'd call it, was definitely a hobby. I would, I would call it, but it was something that was very, time consuming and it took up a lot of my personal time. We tried to perfect it became like an art form. Yeah. I mean, I could still, I still think about it as an art form. I, I, I think there's still so much to it. It's not just playing poker among people. There's so much more to it than it, it's an art form for sure to me. This is crazy. I didn't know you were a degenerate gambler. I can't believe this. So <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad you learned something tonight. So that's good. <laughs> so I do have one more question about this poker thing. 
which is secrets revealed here tonight. I had no idea that you were just this out of control, lost your house, everything gambler. Um, Why? It sounds like you've stopped. It sounds like you've stopped. I've I've slowed down because I don't have the time for it anymore, mostly. Um, Mm. There were some reasons back in the day where I I, I slowed down. There were a couple times where I was finally putting up some bigger stakes. I remember I put up, we'll say $200 for a poker tournament online or whatever, and Mm. I... Two hundred grand, you're saying? Ooh, well, yeah, really? Well, yeah, Two hundred thousand pesos. Two hundred thousand pesos, maybe or yeah, something like that. You guys so. couldn't see it. it was code. He it was, he did a code there. It was two hundred dollars. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I I I won one of them, and then I requested. This is back before there were a lot of regulations playing online poker. Oh, so much red tape. Hmm. So who they, needs it? They have no problem taking your money. Right, but mm-hmm. when it comes out to paying out your money, you have to put a request in. It takes ten business days and all that stuff. So, was this offshore stuff at the time? Yes. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It was. So I put in a request for it was it was a good amount of money. It was it was like over four thousand dollars, we'll say, or something like that. So four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Should I not say the money? I, I could say four hundred peas or something like that. But I put in a request for that. Um. And three days later, I got a check from an offshore account. And I tried to take it to my Bank of America, cash it. And shockingly, they say there's no money in this fund. And it's not, and it's not, you know, there's no money there. So I'm like, okay, well, now what do I do? Because I'm playing something that's really not legal per se. It's not like it's not illegal, but it's not, there's a lot of fine, there's a lot of black and white lines in there it's, it's a lot of gray gray in the middle of it so sure internet based um, right yeah yeah so now who am i supposed to get in touch with so i get in touch with the website and they i can't get in touch with anybody you know mm. so i go through all these things and i ended up being out that money because i never got paid it so <gasps> who we gotta oh go fuck God. up this is this is no two, we're 2005 going we're this going is, now this, this is years this is years ago payback's so. a bitch where was wow. it let's go <laughs> <laughs> Cayman Islands, where we got to go? I think it was, um, oh God, where was it? I didn't remember. It was like Fiji. Oh, it, it was, somewhere, it was wow. somewhere that I will never. Fiji? That, that was. Sounds like a great trip. Let's go there and get that know, money. Let's that go. That or a, a, yeah, let's, all right, uh, let's go we'll right now. Let's a couple's let's, trip and we're going. Let's, I'll talk to my wife. We'll get on board. Yes, let's we're all gonna go. go. We're going to talk to those people and we're going to get that money back from that they owe me 18 years ago and we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, so we'll go to Bora Bora. We'll get the money and yes. that'll pay for the trip. Yes. Right? There we go. There we go. We're set. No I'm, kids, just adults. I'm so happy I did this podcast Let's because I, I just assumed that I was a lost cause and I was never going to get <laughs> uh, it. But now, now we have a plan in place and we can go. Get that money. Go 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 about getting this money. And, I'll be and, your muscle. Let's life, do this. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so messed the, up, man. That's messed up. You must have been you must have been pretty pissed. It's, it's it's yes. It's like you finally get get a good win and you make money and it's like yes. And there were a couple of checks before that where I got and I got them and I was able to cash them. But this one was not like that. This one is like mm. they put that money there. It's like they just clear these accounts and and give you a check and they're gonna be like, "What are you gonna do about it?" It's almost like it's like, "Well, yeah, can't find us, nothing." Uh, yeah, so it was like I was, it was a big paper trail trying to find this money. So I was like, "I could do this, and I know I'm good at this, but I don't want to deal with that over and over again, yeah. especially." So it's like that's not that's just not worth it. So, but in the long run, I made more money than I lost. I wonder if that was like whatever company it was that you were dealing with that did that. I wonder if it was like kind of like a 
almost like a Ponzi scheme. Like they're getting the money coming in from one. this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, all over wherever the world, and they get the money. And mostly people are probably losing, so they're raking it in. But then when they have to do big payouts, they may not have the money for it, or who knows, right? I believe one hundred percent there were Ponzi schemes going all the time back That's then. That's wild. It was, it was always. Yeah, somebody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we can cover this. And then, I mean, you hear it all the time now in with, in the real poker world, all the times where people win these tournaments and then they try to collect their money and the money's not there. It's like, oh, well, they take all this money from the people, no problem. Like, sure. Give, give me your money, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes time to pay you out, it's like, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll get it to you. You know, it's classic Ponzi. Yeah. So it's like, all right, that's. Oh, it's in like a, a different account we have to get exchanged and it takes yeah. time. So so now like, if you I, don't have this money, do you? <laughs> and and I think that's what it came down to. So now if I want to win money in poker, I just sit at a house game and a, a twenty dollar game, and I just take everybody's money and be happy about it, and that's fine. So like you in, know. like a like with friends yeah, or a, yeah, a real a, casino, a friendly game, like oh I got lucky and, I, and you win your money and you're good, so that's fine. That's, you would smoke it. us. We know nothing about. Well, that's you know that's okay. You would be like. Is Phil bluffing or is he just retarded? Because right. I would have no I idea would what retarded. I'm doing. I would, I'd I'm be like, like I know ago. nothing about poker. I have no idea. I, I, I literally would have no idea. Here, here's no me. idea. I'm Even gonna do my you... bluffing face. You ready? You're doing duck lips. He's not bluffing. He's got it. He's got the goods. And really, I'm just like, it's a one and a two. I'm like, I'm like I, I don't know what I don't know what, I don't know what I'm supposed to put down. I if you're calling no it a idea. one, you're in trouble already because that's an ace. No, no one card. There's no ones. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Right. Well, don't don't start doing it now because it's not worth it. That's my point. So, but it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. It was a good <laughs> hobby, if you want to call it that. But I spent years doing that, and I still, you know, I studied that as hard as I studied anything else in my life. And I'm, I, you know, it's just how life goes sometimes. You kind of yep. you got to learn from these things. Tell your wife, look, I am going to make us some serious cash. Don't ask right. me how I'm doing it. Look. We don't need to pay next month's mortgage. I've got this. I'm going to make it back. Mm-hmm. You know, no, that's that's interesting, though, that you overall won more than you lost. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think good. so. But, you know, at the same time, it's it was definitely a hobby. If we're going with hobbies, I mean, it was 100%. I was into it. That's what I wanted to do all the time. I spent a lot of free time doing that. I went to work. I did that a lot of time. You know, but so as far as a hobby goes, it was a serious hobby. We'll go with that. I believe so, it. Yeah. yeah, sounds it. Jess, you got anything? What do you got? <clears throat> and, um, and don't bring up one we already know. I am. Come I on. don't know any of them, so you can. I feel like I'm very lame compared to the bees and the poker. I like to do puzzles. <laughs> yeah, I like to do puzzles. They're really relaxing. Um, and I actually we just started doing them a couple years ago. But I did them as a kid, and then it went away. And then we just started doing them recently, and now I like doing puzzles. But I also like dancing on a pole. Um, I do not make money off of it. I am not a stripper. I am not working in a club. I'm not doing anything like that. But I really like to dress up, put some pleasers on, and Which dance on a heels. pole. We've talked about yes. it. Yes, yeah. the pleasers are. I don't know. You bought them for me. How how tall are they? Uh, between six to seven, eight inches, something like that. Yeah, so, they vary. I learned what the mermaid shoes were on tonight's house. Yes, I, I yeah. did bring up the mermaid. I thought it was like shoes. a flipper, but yeah, yeah flipper, <laughs> a <so>. flipper. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do like to dress up. I do like to dance on a pole, and I do like to do that kind of stuff. Blast music, dance on a pole, and have some 
drinks. That's and not a bad hobby. That's exercise. That's fun. It is. It is called crazy. It, really, it, be, it beats not. It beats laying around and doing nothing. So yeah, and people don't realize how hard it is to actually dance on a pole because they just see like, oh, you're just a trashy. No, stripper. it's really no. Hard. It is hard. It takes so many muscles in your body. Which if you actually tried it, you would realize it. No, it's definitely a workout. Like if you go on a pole, like you are bruised beyond belief. Like it is, it's intense. It's a hard workout. It's really hard. So whenever people see strippers and stuff like that on, in movies, things like that, it's. Or in real life. I'm sure some people. Or in real life. It's not as easy as it looks. It's really not. It takes so much. Well, there's hard. There's a couple different things with, with poles. There's actual like fitness pole dancing. Right, and there's like competitions for. I did, I did not take any of those classes. And well, you did the stripper ones. No, no, I and did there's the, I did the chair one. And there's also times. girls do it in stripping and stuff, and they get mm-hmm. a bad rap that it's like they oh, do. It's these whores doing it, blah blah. I no. I mean, maybe somewhere I don't know, but like maybe seriously though, it's not easy to do. It's so not. you go to your local gentleman's club, um, and you see a girl like going upside down, spinning around. I'm going to freaking... She's like an athlete. Like, that is. is not easy to do. Like, if I went to a strip club and I saw somebody doing that, I'd be like, you freaking go, girl, because this is hard. It is hard. I did classes at an actual place in Pennsylvania. I did classes there. I did chair classes. I did boudoir classes. I've Say done... what? Multiple classes. Boudoir. Yeah, I've done can multiple spell, classes. Can we spell that? Yeah. Can, can, can I spell B-O, that, honey? Can I get that in a sentence? <laughs> yes. Country of origin. I but. went to a boudoir class. <laughs> <laughs> but I've done all types of classes, and I love it. I love the people that I meet, and I love the things. Like, I've actually, I'm, I still follow her on Instagram, and she's, like, my idol. She actually does fire dances. She's an actual, like, dancer. She's very classy. She has a son. She's beautiful. And she's just amazing. Like, she's not no, like, size zero. She's an actual, like, beautiful freaking woman. And she's awesome. I've talked about her many times to you. Oh, yeah. Um, But it's it's so hard. And some people just look at it and, yeah, I'm sure there's, like, trashy, like, crappy girls. But it does take a lot of work. Yeah. It, no, it's wh- hard. What you're trying to say is it's not just, like... Oh, let me get on a pole and swing. No, it's not that easy. And and no. you, you can't just like get on and be like, no. oh, I'm looking sexy. Nope. I'm being strong and this and that. It like I get on it and I like spin around because we have one I, in our house and I'm like instantly sick. I'm like, I'm dizzy. I'm yep. going to throw up. Yeah, and I was going to say, if I got up there, I'm sure I'd just fall to my death. Dude, like I, it, I so, jump yeah. on it and try to hold myself up and I'm like, ah! Like there, like there is falling. There is literally a whole a whole art to it. Like I can climb up to the top of a pole, no matter how tall it is. I can climb up to that top of the pole. <laughs> when I went to my very first class, and at the end of the class, they had people who had been there for a while and doing different things, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like I want to learn how to do that. I couldn't climb to a freaking top of the pole my first class. It took me a long time. Now I can get on a freaking pole and I can climb it all the way up to the top. Like, it's no problem. Like top of a skyscraper? You yeah. Like, it's just form. You have to learn certain movement. You have to know what to do. And you just go. And it's so much fun. 
So, so puzzles and pole puzzles dancing. and poles. Sounds like a hobby, though. <laughs> I mean, you put enough time into it, and you like it, and you meet good people, and you it is. you know you go through all those things. And what if what if you started your own business called Puzzles and Poles? <laughs> <laughs> well, am I going to be teaching like eighty year olds? <laughs> like no, you get and- you get the best of both worlds. You get. You know, not, I know. not just puzzles. You get the pole. You get you can't. It can't be an eighty year old doing and, poles. And we'll do bingos. It can't on be a twenty year old doing puzzles. Yeah, perfect. I You're love. I, I do love bingo. And me and Phil actually play bingo. We actually made a joke about that, and I was like, "Oh, what if we invite Jim to play bingo with us?" <laughs> it just it was a joke, total joke. But this is the kind of that I'm was. Why did you invite me? I'm sorry, Jim. That was. <laughs> I I want to go to bingo. That was one He's of our a degenerate drunk games. gambler. We can't have him play bingo. <laughs> I'm only playing a minimum of twenty dollars a letter in bingo <laughs> or a number. So He's high rolling us already. Yeah, yeah. So like as VIP far as gambling, me and Phil actually played the other night, and if I won bingo, we were going to make mozzarella sticks. This is what we gamble on. I won bingo. We made mozzarella yeah, sticks. We mozzarella but sticks. we do like playing bingo. What would, you have won if you, what would you have gotten if you won the bingo game? She got the mozzarella sticks. What was the No mozzarella sticks. Oh. It just, was going to be yes just fully no? healthy. It was just a yes or no. That don't, was get, it? don't get me wrong. I love mozzarella sticks. But yeah. we were, were trying to be We're trying to eat healthy. good. And she's the one who's always like, you're always throwing me off track, blah, blah. <laughs> and then she's betting me mozzarella sticks. I was like, if I win, I'm getting mozzarella sticks, damn it. So and bingo, bingo sounds like the downfall. So we should we should call one hundred gambler again with bingo. Yeah. Like, I, that 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 was otherwise we would have not had mozzarella sticks. If they had a, a bingo thing around here, I'd be like, babe, I'm going to bingo tonight. <laughs> All right, Jim, but you're up it. again. Another hobby. What do you got? I'm up again. Oh, oh Jesus! I would have just done one then. Okay. No, you're done. I'll think now. of something else. Um, you know, I have a, a good buddy of mine that I play. I like golf. I don't know if you guys play golf at all. Have you ever played golf? But, not really, um, no. Golf, so- golf is a good time, not to be good at golf necessarily, but more about the hanging out with friends and going out and having a few beers and that, that kind of atmosphere. So I played golf for years. But um, a buddy of mine and me play a golf simulator on mm. Tuesday nights in the wintertime. So every Tuesday night, I go and meet a buddy of mine up in Wall Township, where I grew up, and he grew up. We both come from our where we live now. And meet up there and play golf. You play golf into a simulator. You hit the ball. You know it keeps a score. That kind of mm. thing. You know we we compete against fifteen other teams. So we have this golf league that we've been playing. This is our second season. So you're hitting the ball like against the screen. Correct. Okay. Mm. Correct. So you'll take. I mean, if you're familiar with golf clubs, there's a driver. There's irons. There's a putter. They all go different dif- distances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll the screen reads. How hard you hit this ball with this club into a screen? It calculates a lot of different things. Virtual golf course gives you a distance. Boom! You hit the ball 170 yards, 200 yards, blah blah blah, whatever. Down the middle, left to right, kind of figures that stuff out. Hmm. So we do that. Um, So it's we've been doing this. This is our second season. I want to tell you a story about what happened to my buddy, which might be a little off topic, but he. Me and him were playing, and I got a call from him last week, and he's like, "I can't, I can't play this week. I got hurt, and I, I, I hurt my Achilles really bad, or I tore it." And I was like, "Oh my god!" So we play every Tuesday. <laughs> a guy I grew up with, I see him every week, so I'm like, "All right, you got to give me the story." So he works his regular job during the week, and he's a bartender Saturday and Sunday night. He was working the bar on Saturday night, and he was walking down some stairs. Uh, he was at the bottom of some stairs. And somebody above him 
dropped some plates. A, a couple plates broke and fell down the stairs. And they fell down the stairs. One broke and hit him in the back of the Achilles and just severed oh severed his God. Achilles. Like, he, he felt it. He's like, it felt like somebody punched him in the back of the leg. What? It severed Oh, my it. God. And he, you know, needed stitches. It just cut it clean. And now he's, he had to get surgery yesterday to, to get it fixed. So now I'm out of a partner for golf league. I'm like, geez. Like, it was just the, the most random. Oh, my God. Random thing ever. And he's, you know. The man works seven days a week, and he's got two kids and a wife, and he's going to be okay. But he went through this, and it's like, my God. This guy's with one night of escape wow. is virtual this golf is, night. This is, this is our hobby. This and is, he gets this. sliced by a dish <laughs> yes. falling down the steps. Yes. It was oh the most God. like freakish thing ever. It's He's just at work and just minding his own business for a minute, and this happens to him. And he's like, oh, it's no big deal. And then he, really, he goes to stand on it and realizes that it just went right through his Achilles. Of all the random things that could wow. that could do us in uh, or or slow us down, I'm like, oh my god, buddy, you have the. It, I felt terrible for him. He's never gonna look at dishes the same. No, <laughs> never. You know, it's it's just such a wild, ridiculous yeah, story. It's PTSD like, over like doing the dishes yeah. and stuff. I know. Cody, like, no, no, wash that no. dish. Yeah, it was so. It's so of all the things that could happen, this this dish just cut and just cleanly went right into the back of his leg. Wow. You know, just far enough just to do some damage, and now he's out of commission. So I don't know, Phil, if you want to learn golf, I need a new golf partner on Tuesday night. So I've never, you know, uh, miniature golf, um, done a little bit of that. Yeah. Uh, I've never really played real golf. I'm, uh, <laughs> golf's yeah. a, it's a good time, and it's a good time for a lot of reasons. It's, it's not about being good at golf. That's got very little to do with it. Uh, most people are not good at golf, and they'll hit a good shot and think that they could – I'm not coming in tomorrow. I'm going pro. I had a good <laughs> shot right now. I don't need you. I don't need your job. I don't need any of this. I'm going, I'm doing this for a living. And then you hit a bad shot the next shot and you call him back. You're like, I'm really sorry. I'm going to come back. I'm coming back to work tomorrow. I didn't mean it. So I, I do know it's, it's a difficult game because it's like, you're essentially, are you playing against other people? Yes, but you're really playing against yourself. Totally mm-hmm. men's totally against you. That's, that's the only, that's the biggest obstacle in golf is playing against yourself. So we went to top golf once. I that think is, I, I, I think I actually beat you. Yeah, I think I beat you. You were really good. I was, for some reason. Yeah, my that, dad. My dad loved golfing. Yeah, so he was very into it. But we went to Top Golf once. You went to the, you, it. was a good time, though. Like you went there, and it's it's more about again you, ver, you versus Phil. So yeah. it's it's good. It's it's you know that's what it's all about. My main memory is it was just expensive. You know, it, it was, was uh, that that is. It can be expensive. Memory. It can be expensive if you. It was expensive, yeah, but I could have used it some of that Cayman fun. Island money for that. Yeah, well, uh, we got to talk about that. I think the illegal we'll, bank I, account. I, I, well, I think, when we go oh, on our trip, Bora, 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 get our money. Bora, Bora, yeah. Bora, Bora. I think we're gonna go get that. Anyway, yeah. So after then, we'll go to Top Golf. Then we're good. We'll get our money. We'll go to Top Golf. Everything's be fine. We will live it out. Perfect. As many rounds as we want. Be great. We're good, but yeah, golf. Golf is definitely another hobby that I love. It's it's you know it's harder now. I used to play a lot more before I had a kid. You know, or maybe a wife, but you know. Yeah. Now it's like you schedule ahead of time. You go out for four hours. You you're in nature. You're not thinking about work or anything like that. You're just out having a good time, drinking a couple of beers, talking about life, hitting golf balls. You'll hit one or two good shots over the course of four hours. You're like, yeah, this is why I do this. And then you go home and do it again next weekend, or not the next weekend, but eventually you do it again. So yeah, you know that's that's why I like it. Now I have quite a few friends that do. Uh, the golf 
and uh, the golf, the golf, and they also say the same thing. They're like, "Yeah, it's a challenge, and you know, there's some athleticism to it and whatnot. You know, Achilles heel being severed, it's and a big word. and uh, but it's mostly sort of about, like you said, just being out in the sun. Hopefully, it's a sunny day, or being outside and with some friends and having a couple drinks, or just talking and catching up and having a little friendly competition along the way. That's it. And as we get older, I think it's those things are important because, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, it's harder and harder to do. The yeah. wife and kid are awesome and I love seeing them. But it's nice to go see people. Yeah, come on, overrated. Overrated. You well, need, you know, you, you do what you have to. But. Trade them in for golf. <laughs> that's what that's that's the moral of the story. That's what I was trying to go. Yeah. It's trade, trade the family in for the golf. That's what and I was going to Poker night. Yeah, poker night. Yep. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm glad you learned something from hanging out. I'm, I'm sensing a trend here, Jim. Yeah, good. sensing a trend. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're reading what I'm throwing out there. That's, That's awesome. Good. So, yeah. So, okay, I'm going to propose this. If nobody else has any other hobbies they'd like to share, I have one more that I think maybe we could wrap it up with. Go for oh, it. Oh dear. <laughs> Just kidding. I think, uh, at least me, I have typically always really enjoyed trying. New foods. Oh, hell no. Right? Sometimes. Um, not so much anymore because Jess is just so, you know. She's <laughs> I'm not. She does not like trying new foods. Nope. But I have tried all sorts of crazy food. I've eaten a horse sandwich. I've had whale. I've had iguana. Yeah, I, the list goes on. Kangaroo, whatever. I'm willing to try just about anything, right? I won't oh, eat. I, know. I won't eat a lamb because I've had goats and sheep. I won't eat a goat. But I'm pretty much willing to eat just about anything mm-hmm. could you guys do you enjoy trying new foods or are you venturous jim i'm all about trying new things um i have a son who likes the same four things five things typical every oh, day so it's yeah. like oh okay so we're gonna That's get this we... you know he won't eat cheese somehow so he'll oh, eat, he'll eat things and, and like i give him a piece of cheese like no I'm like just i'm sorry if you put he won't that... eat cheese cheese i know if he puts it if he just ate the cheese is for he, one is second is he currently grounded i hope he is <laughs> He's. I hope he is too. Perpetually too. grounded until he likes cheese. It's, That's it, it offensive. Make, it's it things that make no sense because if he ate the cheese one time, he would like, like it. He would like it. Mm-hmm. Will he eat like macaroni it. and cheese? No, because there's cheese in there. He'll okay. eat, he'll he'll eat sticking, noodles. He'll eat noodles it. with butter. So oh you, my God. you get you you get rid of the cheese portion of it, and he's fine. Okay. Well, he's sticking to it. I, I guess I can give him credit for that. He is sticking to his guns. But it's dumb, and for the same reason you think, because if you just eat the cheese, what a fool! You'll, you'll like, like it, it and you'll mm-hmm. be fine. He'll so. probably love cheese too once he finally decides to open his eyes. It's ridiculous. I'm, I, not, I'm, I'm trying to be mean to your son, but what a fool! No, I yell at him all the time. As far as new foods, I will eat anything too. I, I as a kid, I ate all kinds of weird stuff. That we used to have a place called the Circus Drive-In near us. It was this. I'm sorry, what the Circus Drive-In? Circus? It was called the Circus. Driving. I, I grew up in Wall Township, so it was this novelty place. On it's like on clowns highway. and stuff. Or I mean, yes, there were clowns there sometimes that dressed up. This is like, fucking nuts. I, I don't know if I can go there with clowns. It's not there anymore. It's gone. It was, <laughs> oh, this is like a nineties. I was gonna say, it's like food? the terrifier. Okay. If you went there, on, oh my god! If you went there on Friday nights, there was a clown named Macaroni that would walk around to all the tables, and be like, "Oh, how's your food tonight?" And, and everybody's like, "Oh, we're good." We're good, and that's what that <laughs> was her. That, that, that was her job. That's that dope. Was, that was her job. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. As a kid, like this is great. Yeah. As an adult, you're like, get the fuck away from my kids. So you know, it's like, 
Um, but at this place called the Circus Drive-In, they had a soft-shelled crab sandwich, which nobody in my family would eat. But one day, I was like nine years old. I'm like, I want that. And my dad's like, what? And I ordered it. And it was like, they literally took this soft-shelled crab, put it on a bun, folded it up, and I ate the whole thing. And my dad's like like horrified by it. But I ate the whole thing. And he's like, thank you for just trying something new and eating it. So it's like, but did you love it? Probably not. I ate it. I ate it because I ordered it, and that's just what I did. I, I, I'll eat anything. That's that's the whole. I thought this was gonna be like a glorious moment. You're like, oh, 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 oh. soft shelled crab is the best. It was amazing. <laughs> no, it was it was a sandwich that had a, a, sh- a soft shelled crab on it. Are you it was, a seafood a, fan? I love seafood. Yes. Me too. Yes, yeah, that's why too. I want to try it. And it was good, but it was nothing I'll ever eat again, probably. But it was like, I will eat anything. I, I will try anything one time. If I don't like it, I tried it. Okay. So I like that that mentality for food. So Okay. She she it. hates seafood. I'll say that right now. All seafood? Well, quick story. We went to, was it the Cayman Islands? Yeah, that's where he, his poker people were located. Yes. Yeah. You guys didn't buy so, five of my poker people while you were there? I didn't. No, I couldn't find them. I no, couldn't find not them. yet. Uh, real, really underground. We went there for dinner. We were both drunk. He ordered conch fritters and some other food, and I ordered chicken quesadillas, right? Because I don't eat seafood. So I'm drunk. He's drunk. And I start eating his food. And I'm like, oh, God, I freaking love conch fritters. So, long story short, I like conch fritters. I do. You tried it. I do. I tried it because I was drunk. So... The joke between us is I have to try food when I'm drunk because if I'm drunk, I don't know what I'm really eating. So I'm just going to eat it. But he ended up eating my entire quesadilla and I ended up eating all the conch fritters that night. Because who doesn't like a good chicken quesadilla? And, right. You know, I already knew fritter, I like conch fritters. Oh my God. Conch fritters and then the other place, we, Bahamas, when we went to there was uh, Guava Duff. So it was conch fritters, I gotta, I gotta say, I've never had a conch fritter. What oh is, my what, God. what is that? It, I, I think of a conch as a shell, right? Is that the inside of, it of is. a conch? It's the inside of that big old shell. It's that like a big see. ass yeah. underwater snail. I don't. Okay. I don't want to. I don't like talking. They cut about up the that. snail into pieces, Stop. but then they also mix in like some vegetables and stuff. And it's almost like Breading. have you ever had like um like a. Uh, what are they called? Like a hush puppy or... Oh, so it's like a breaded on the outside? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. Correct. A right. breaded on the outside. Yeah. And it's real like mushy kind of in the inside, but it's got a bunch of different flavors all Conk is blended. good. It's quite delicious. All right. It is. So and it that... usually comes with the sauce as well. Yeah. You can dip it in. I don't even know the sauce, but it's, it's really good. Okay. So that night, so you have conch fritters instead mm-hmm. and Phil has the chicken. So what do yep. you think is in the conch fritter when you eat it? I didn't want to think about it. Okay, so you were just like, I'm going to eat this. I was like, this cause... tastes freaking awesome. It was fried. It so, was good. She you... thought it was then... cock, not conch. Oh, no, stop. It's a terrible but, joke. Like, I'm sorry. The rest of our entire time that we were there, every time we went anywhere, we got conch fritters. One of the places had, was it crocodile and cronk or conch? <laughs> not cronk. Cronk. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some sort of drug. Isn't that, isn't that a drunk? Some right. I'll, I'll have some cronk with that. <laughs> How much crunk you got, bro? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wasn't it that? It was mixed. We had it crocodile, mi- kangaroo, iguana. Yeah, so, we had a bunch of crap mixed together. So the moral of the story is you, you're willing to try the, the, the crunk. 
the conch, the, the conch. What what stopped you from trying the other seafood? If you I won't if you, if you decide you like that seafood that night, why? you may well, really fish. like other stuff. You may um, really um, imagine no, that. No, I do like I do like the uh, fish at um, what is that place called? In oh, New- Lamberville, New Lamber- Jersey. Yes. makes a really good salmon. Yes, they have a good salmon. 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 I will eat that. But well, I don't know. I just think you're really being shellfish no. about this. <laughs> I no, really I do. won't. Ah, oh, the penitentiary. We're gonna throw I you in there. I tried to eat shrimp before. I tried to eat it fried. I tried to eat it regular. It's right. just too so chewy. Can we agree that we everybody kind of likes to try new foods? Maybe sure. Jess not so much. If not we try so new foods without thinking about there, I'll tell my son all the time. Like he'll he likes steak, so we eat steak. Oh, we eat pork. I can live which off is steak. Of that. We eat this, which is steak. You won't eat chicken. You won't eat like you take a chicken. <laughs> you take. I know. I love your son, Jack. No, just give me five minutes with him. He'll eat the chicken and the and the and the, and the uh, so much cheese. cheese. He cheese. will pour cheese on everything. Yes. I do every day. I'm like, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? And he won't eat the chicken. He'll, I question, he'll eat steak. I question it. I really he'll eat don't. hot dogs. He'll eat pork. He'll eat this. Won't eat chicken. Won't eat cheese. And I'm like, you haven't. You won't just try it because if you try it, you will like it. What do you mean you don't like that? You didn't eat it. Right? You didn't even, you, exactly. You, you know you like it. You're just yeah. being a big dick right now. Yes. 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 That's, that's it. Just it eat is. the food. Yes. And you'll be fine. Try yep. it. Honest. Take a good, honest bite. If you do not like it, fine. Yep. But try it. Yep. Just don't say you don't like it without trying it. Yep. But that's, that's their thing. So. Okay. So we all like trying new foods, right? What is not wrong about trying new foods is could be delicious right mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay well let me reveal our surprise food for this evening excuse me here's a plate for you honey take a plate i'm scared jimbo here is a plate for you thank you sir here's a plate for phil thank you Talk to myself in third person. <laughs> Let's uh, a fork for everybody. Jim, thank you. Jessica, and a fork for you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. I hope it's cheese and chicken because I'll bring home my kid and make him eat it. A knife. A, a knife? knife. Yes. We all like to try new foods. Has anybody had fruitcake? Oh, cake? my God. Fruitcake? Fruitcake. Oh, cake. my God. This was my Christmas present. Has anybody had fruitcake? This uh, is what I got for Christmas. the Street Bakery. Uh, I, don't, I haven't had that fruitcake. I have never Have you had, ever seen the uh, I've documentary? I've never had fruitcake. About, about fruitcake? Yeah. Collins Street Bakery, to be exact. No, I don't The think one I have. that we have right here. There is a documentary on Netflix about this. It which... actually wasn't Netflix. I found out it was a different one. But it was on Netflix. It's It wasn't Netflix. It's one of the other ones. It's like Prime or something. Oh. I forget which well, one it was. Well, we watched a documentary about this actual bakery. No, it had to have been Netflix. It wasn't. It was a different one. I'm, I'm telling you right now, but that's irrelevant. I'm telling you. Collins right Street Bakery. Mm-hmm. So. Huge. On the Netflix documentary, was it good fruitcake or bad fruitcake? 
It's this is the best in the country, man. Oh. It's the best. Okay. Number number one. Yes. Oh, so we're trying. It's super awesome expensive. Food right now? The best. Super expensive. All right. This was and like forty five dollars. This yes. tiny little little yep. tin you see here. It's very decorative with Christmas wintry. That reminds scene. me of like my grandma's containers yes. with the cookies and stuff. Correct. Like that. Yes. She, she put like twelve cookies in there. And be like, oh, it's your Christmas present, and Correct. then you'd eat them. And, so yeah. I've never had fruitcake, Jess. No, never. Jim. I don't think so. I don't think so. We're here to try new foods. All right, people. So oh, I don't I, think so. That's not for me. I don't like All right. So, it actually Jim, came in a box, <laughs> and it was a very heavy box. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then I opened it, and it was fucking fruitcake. Fruitcake. If you'd like to take a look at the fruitcake, Jim. Looks like a big donut with pecans on top of it. Big donut. Pecans. I agree. It's exactly what we saw in well, the documentary. Look at some of the fruit. You got, there is some fruit on there. I believe there are, but the pecans hide everything. Mm-hmm. So we're going to find out what's underneath those. All right. That's, that's what I see. We're going to oh, do this. Oh, hon, you're opening it. Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> oh, I was really hoping that when I opened the plastic there, it was going to make like a loud pop sound, but it didn't. Let me grab the knife. got to watch the documentary. I hear if you get a beehive, they love this cake. This is the number one thing to put out for bees. <laughs> this is the number one thing. The drones go nuts for it. I'm going to make sure everybody has a piece of fruit. Jesus. <laughs> I'm hacking into this like a, with like a fucking axe. Oh, I just destroyed that piece. Fun. I don't think it matters much. I'll take that one. Serve myself first. Like manhandle it. Well, I didn't realize that there was like a plastic wrap underneath. <laughs> I only want a piece that's had your hands all over. That's it. Would you like the green one or the red one? The, They'll the it, fruit. They both sound Christmassy, so either one. Okay, fair enough. This is tough. You're gonna break a sweat cutting this. Uh, right. Cutting this fruit cake. Ooh, I got a big old piece for Jimbo. Would you like my plate? Look at that. That is a tomato on the top of that? I know it's not, but that's what it looks like. <laughs> tomato! Why are the pieces so big? When are we ever going to eat this again? I know. Look at that, Jess. Oh, thanks. All right, so what do we know about fruitcakes before we eat this? What's supposed to be in here? I didn't know anything until I watched the documentary. Do you remember mm-hmm. what they said was in here? I mean, it looks like, obviously, pecans. That's the first thing I noticed. Um, I don't know. I see red. So, let's see here. Oh, Phil's got the pamphlet. Oh, there yeah. you go. Fruitcakes on a countertop can last two to three months. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to know. That's good. <laughs> this guy is at three months. Just going to let you know. <laughs> this guy's at three months. If you put it in the fridge, it can last three to six months. In the freezer, six to 242 years. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> six to 12 months. Okay. Uh, let's see here. For best results, freeze or refrigerate before slicing. Without removing the foil liner, liner, excuse me, slice with the sharp, the old liner, the old liner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Non serrated knife, 
Oh, I think you used a serrated knife. I, I don't know if this is going to be <laughs> I, made, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Um, I'm not really finding any good info in this pamphlet here. You could actually spike it. You can pour. They actually recommend that you pour a liquor over it, which is really weird for a we cake. Do they liquor. recommend it or it could be an option? It's probably an option. <laughs> they don't. Probably an option. So you should pour liquor all over this and get hammered. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, not much in here. Um, all right. I guess we should dive into this. Yeah, let's do you it. You guys ready? You guys ready to do this? Do you sure. want our Do you want our thoughts on it? What do you, What do you just want us to eat it? I'm eat scared. the fr- Of course, I want your thoughts on it. A lot of pecans. I am. Like molassesy, mm. a lot of molasses. So as far as fruitcakes go, this is like top notch, is what you're saying. This is like yeah. best this is like the, top of the barrel, best of the best, yeah. top mm-hmm. of the barrel. All right. Fruitcake. I'm gonna say it right now. It's my third bite. I thought I was gonna hate this, and I don't. It's weird. There's a lot of, I mean, it's pecans. That's all I get everywhere. And then other things. Well, let's top with the the pecans. Pecans, pecans, potato, I got potato, potato. It's not top of them. It's like they're in there everywhere. Did you yeah. have any of the uh, freeze-dried fruit? <laughs> Is that what's supposed to be in here? I mean, I got, I, yeah. I, I ate something red and I really don't know what it is. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I think it was like a cherry. Oh, is that a cherry? You got mm. something green there. Try that green sucker. Yeah, know. what's the green? That looks like jello. I don't no, know what that is. You're gonna do it. Right, I'll eat it for you. Jesus, you almost <laughs> dropped the whole thing. I almost threw it everywhere. <laughs> you guys don't have green pieces in your fruitcake? <laughs> I had red. I've no, never nobody, had fruit nobody's cake. got one of these. It's a booger. No. Big it's like, ass. It's like <laughs> ecto cooler from, yeah. from uh, 1984. Oh my god, yes. There you go. It's that old. Nope. Right, Some fruitcakes. Still well. good. Six to, six to 12 months or 42 years. Whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> Ectoplasma. Oh, what is that? <laughs> what is it? I don't is even it, know what that is. It's like a pepper? I mean, what is this? <laughs> it's definitely not a pepper. It's jalapeno? <laughs> oh, my mouth's on fire. No, it's not that. It's like a... God, I really have no idea what that is. It's like a, it's like it's a piece like, of jello, but it's like mm. more solid. I don't, it's, that's a terrible description, but I don't know what it is. You the they, whole damn thing? I chowed down, God man. damn. I mean, this is okay to me. This isn't like something I would be like, yeah, give me more of that no. at a restaurant. So, Mm-mm. Are you kidding me? You want the rest of mine? <laughs> he probably would eat it. I would eat this. I know you would. I would eat this. Like you would order this in a restaurant over other desserts? <laughs> I'm just talking about the fruitcake that's here. I don't know <laughs> if I would order it. I would eat it because it's the only thing in front of me. That's that's you know, but what I'm saying is fruitcake. It's such a bad rap, right? It does. People hate fruitcake. It's a huge I mean, joke. I'm a justice team. It does. I don't know anything about people being like fruit. That fruitcake is a piece of shit. I hate <laughs> I that fruitcake. People hate it, but like old people love it, right? They do. Because I guess they grew up with it. it. Was like their era, something they ate then. I'm gonna say 
not nearly. I thought it was going to be really bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. That's just my opinion. Let's get your your call on this, guys. No, you guys, you guys set me up being like it's <laughs> it's fruitcake and it's it's like a forty five dollar little bin. I assumed it was going to be the best thing I've ever had in my life, and it's it's not it's not living up to those expectations. It's okay, but I wouldn't order it as my dessert at a restaurant if they said, "Oh, it's a it's a we have a fruitcake here. It's really good." I'm like, all right, that's fine. I'll I'll take the you know tilapia or not the yeah. Tiramisu is where I was going with that. Yeah. Yes. So I was, you know, I I'm just not a fruitcake guy, I guess. That's but you know. No, that's what we're finding out here tonight. You're just like your son. I can't believe you. <laughs> you don't like anything. So Jess, what about you? I like the nuts. Um, it's not horrible. It's all right. I'd be pissed if you bought this for me as a Christmas present again. But I did but. buy again. So it sounds that like was my, that was a Christmas present, though. It was, and it here was. we are three months later eating it, which is within the timetable. I looked at the directions. It, it is. Wait, Phil got this for you for Christmas? Yes, yes I this did. This was one of my presents. So, so why are we eating this right now? And not why didn't you guys eat this already, like a month ago or something like that? It just never happened. Never happened. <laughs> just never happened. All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm... So I would be extremely pissed if I got this for Christmas again. You know what's coming. No, do a different flavor. There's oh. different things that they sell. There is a many different flavors. Uh-huh. I like a different the, flavor I, of fruitcake? Yeah. Oh. I got, is, there, is there... I got the menu right here. We got the... Um, You're in for a treat. There's just, the, wait, just wait till next Christmas. God, no. Texas, no fruitcake. Texas pecan cake. Okay. There's They make different pies, brown sugar, southern style, gluten-free fruitcake, sprinkle top deluxe fruitcake. <laughs> they all sound really good. Yeah. Uh, this is a chocolate covered cake, petites. That looks petites. like that re- yeah, looks like regular fruit cake. They make a delicious peanut butter brittle or pecan oh, brittle. See, see. Let's go with that next but Christmas. That's not fruit cake. I don't. I don't uh, want fruit cake. And they also again. have fruit cake stuffing recipes as mm. well as the spiked fruit cake <laughs> recipe. Maybe spiked fruitcake. You need some better. booze in that, Jim? I, maybe. A little booze would, uh, might help. Yeah. As, as somebody who's married, I might suggest that, you know, maybe next Christmas you don't buy something from that book. So Thank that's you. My, that's Thank my, you. That's my guess. But Thank you, Jim. I, I know there's lots of flavors See? in there and things like that, but. They recommend yeah. bourbon, <laughs> rum, present. brandy, or cognac over the surface of the cake. Did you? Did you? You forgot to send. Well, you forgot to wrap and buy. The alcohol that goes with this. Well, it could be any different kinds here. It's like, uh... Did you at some point recommend to Phil, like, hey, listen, I know this place that makes good food, and I want you to get this for me for Christmas? <laughs> well, no. Like, how we saw this was there was a documentary on one of the streaming services, and... I'm telling you, it was Netflix. Either way, it was basically, like, a guy committed fraud within yes. this company, this Collins Street bakery company is one it's in texas okay yep it's like the number one fruitcake company in america and they send out like an insane amount of fruitcakes all across Mm -hmm. the country they're very well known if you're into fruitcake and (laughs) there was a guy who was like one of their i don't remember if he was financial or what but he was stealing up there he stole millions and millions and millions of dollars from this company and they eventually figured it out and it became they made a whole documentary about it 
Um, if you just look up like fruitcake documentary, I'm sure it'll yeah. pop up what the actual name of it is. And we watched that. And we're like, this is really intriguing. Like, this is really crazy that this guy was stealing from this like family owned mm-hmm. fruitcake company. Like, and then we looked at Chum. We're like, have you ever had a fruitcake? No. And we're like, no, I haven't either. And so in the back of my mind, I said, I'm buying a fruitcake for fucking Christmas. Yep. <laughs> and it actually looked really good on the documentary while they're making it. It's and a I great like, tin. The tin I was is. Like, Who wouldn't like that? That looks awesome. Tin is really so nice. Is that what it looked like when you guys when you guys watched the documentary? Is that is that pretty much what it looked like? I, I would but, agree with that. But there's a big background story behind behind well, these guys are Huge. frauds and these guys. All right, so there's more to it than just the fruitcake, which I yep. like. That's there's cool. a yeah. story behind it. It's yeah. not just yep. about the taste of the fruitcake. Right. There you go. Like, no, my husband did not just buy me a fruitcake All right. for no, Christmas. No, it I, was something that we watched together that we talked about and... I guess Here we, are we both wanted to try it. I mean, so. I could have gone to Joe Schmo down the street and brought yeah. a fruitcake, but I wanted to get no, it from the... No, he got the legit Joe Schmo's one. not a criminal. I'll go there for, mm. for a fruitcake when you, get, when you get one from Texas. want my Texas yep. fruitcake. He got a legit one. That's right. So I liked it. Jim was hmm, kind of inconclusive. He was indifferent to it. And it was... Well, I'm looking and neither of you finished your samples. I didn't I, know where it was supposed to... You, you gave me a piece the size of most of that fruitcake. <laughs> right? so I'm like, I'll, I'll eat some of that fruitcake, but I'm not going to... Yes. You know. The if, pieces were too big. If, ha- if it was really good, I would have eaten the whole fruitcake. So I I'll housed go. mine. Yeah. So. You, you want the rest of mine? It's yours. You can have it. Yeah, you I'm going to eat both of yours. Yeah. I'm assuming I'm going to eat the rest of this fruitcake right I'm here. So. sure you will. This little... Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Okay, well, we enjoyed trying a new food here tonight, right? I think so. It was an experience, at least. That was an experience. That was awesome. So did yeah, yeah. Thanks for including me in the uh, in the whole uh, fruitcake uh, scenario. There. That's right. Watch the know. documentary. Finally about- opened it. Yeah. We finally opened it. It's been I'm, there for I'm, three months. I'm, I'm, I might have to look more deeper into it and watch the Gotta documentary. Gotta watch that documentary. I, I, it, sounds, it sounds very watchable. So I recommend this as a gift for your wife. Nice. I definitely do. <laughs> I will Don't tell, buy it for I, your I, wife. <laughs> Don't. I'm not going to buy it for her, but Don't. I will watch the documentary and be like, I had that fruitcake and uh, <laughs> yep. this, is why we're, this is why we're talking about it right yep. now. So yeah. Yeah, do that. Yeah, when you're out on golf night, send her a little fruitcake. Do I'll, not buy that. Fruit I'm not on golf night anymore. Don't. My friend, my friend almost died. So Killy's heel. Killy's heel is done. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, I don't think we have too much more to say, right? We've had a good time here tonight. So, guys, if you want to send me an email about fruitcake or any of the other hobbies that we talked about, you can send it to philinterrupted at gmail.com. Jess, as always, nice to have you here. Yeah, nice to be here. I'll see you you upstairs. (laughs) In my basement. Tonight and tomorrow. I'll see you in the bed. Thanks for being here. And the couch. Thank you for being here, Jessica. That's right. Jim, first time podcast. You you were amazing. You were a great guest. Yeah. Awesome. I really enjoyed having you here. I really had a good time. That was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for including me in all your antics and shenanigans <laughs> and those kinds of things. So Excuse me? I don't have any of those. Uh, then none of those things. Thanks yeah. for having me here in your basement. Yeah. Oh, thank you for doing yeah. that. Finally. I've been waiting for two hours. <laughs> that sound effect's just been sitting there waiting for me to use it. Yep. Jim, again, thanks for being here, and I guess that's it, guys. So we're making moves here on Phil Interrupted, and we will catch you next time. Peace! I try to take it to my Bank of America, cash it.
And shockingly, they say there's no money in this fund and it's what? not and it's not, you know, there's no money there. What if we invite Jim to play bingo with us? <laughs> just it was a joke. Total joke. But this is the kind of that Why was don't you invite me? I'm sorry, Jim. That was I, I want to go to bingo. That was one of He's our a degenerate drunk games. gambler. We can't have him play bingo. I'm only playing a minimum of twenty dollars a letter from bingo <laughs> See? or a number. So He's high rolling us already. Yeah, yeah. You know, he won't eat cheese somehow. So he'll eat, oh, he'll eat things. And, and like, I give him a piece of cheese. Like, no. I'm like, just. I'm sorry. If you put he won't that, eat cheese? Cheese? I know. If he puts it, if he just ate the cheese is for he, one is second. Is he currently grounded? I hope he is. <laughs> He's. I hope he is, too. <laughs>